This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is sponsored by Pure Creative Apparel. From logo design to specialty clothing to branded merchandise, the team at Pure Creative Apparel can take your ideas and bring them to life. You can find out more at purecreativeapparel.com. And we thank Pure Creative Apparel for sponsoring this week's show. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to the show this week. And what a week. It has been busy. Busy with real life (sighs) day jobs and training. Training, 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 because we have not been on the road this week. We're getting ready to be on the road, though. Where are we going? Oh, that would be... Lexington, Kentucky for the Run the Bluegrass Half Marathon, America's prettiest half marathon. Can't they just say America's hilliest? I don't I think that's in parentheses somewhere in the copy. You think so? Or the fine print at the bottom of the website? Well, it's it's been all over people talking to me on social media this week. I mean, like I had one girl on Instagram, she's what they call a streaker. Are, is there like a lack they, of clothing involved? No, <laughs> this is not X-rated. We got to keep our we can't we got to no. keep our family friendly tag here. Yeah, no explicit tags. No, she she's a streaker, and what that means is she's done it for what she said was five years. Oh, cool! And so she gets you know those what is it called a barrel stave? Yes, is that is that yes. right? Barrel staves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gets one of those. Oh, that's neat. I guess with the logo for Run the Bluegrass and all of that. I will say this: in the week leading up to the race, there has been a constant feed of information coming from the Run the Bluegrass folks. Yeah. They have their marketing machine absolutely oh. dialed in. They have an app on it, our phones, which I downloaded today. Yeah, so it's all about, here's the expo, here's, I mean, I've never seen a pretty video previewing everything you're going to see at the expo. No, very like high that. production uh, on that uh, video, just talking about the expo alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I am so excited because they, they appear to know how to do it right. Well, they've done a great job at making us anticipate and look forward to this race, <laughs> and that's good because it's actually helped my brain override the other part, which is terrified of this race. Yes. (laughs) Because of our distinct lack of terrain here in Florida and our inability to train hills on a regular basis. Well, I mean, we could run those bridges. Okay, running the bridges here, for those of you that are not familiar with Southwest Florida, is like taking your life into your own hands. Yes, that's true, because there's not a path for a walker or a runner that's railed off. No, so we've actually taken to running parking decks. We mentioned that Mm -hmm. last week. Yeah, I did it again this week. And that's a safer alternative to have uh, four 90-degree blind turns than it Mm -hmm. is to be on the bridge. So take that for what it's worth. 
Well, I mean, I think that I'm preparing in the best way that I know how. I think we are. Yeah. So, and this week, Jeff also had us doing some cadence drills and acceleration gliders. Oh, that actually had my my legs hurting a little yeah? bit. Yeah. Um, trying to get the, the speed of the turnover mm. faster. Yeah, that's what cadence drills do for you if you set your timer for 30 seconds and then it's you're counting the foot strike of either your left or your right foot and it's how many you can get in that 30 seconds and then on each successive drill when you reset the clock you want to either meet or exceed that same number yeah i think our neighbors when we're just doing them in this in the neighborhood they think we're crazy because Mm -hmm. we're running and we're counting out loud yeah well i mean i'm not that loud i hope i'm not that loud i Sometimes you're that loud. And sometimes I know I'm that loud because I'm, you know, after the fifth or sixth one of these, I'm, I'm smoked and just wanting it over with, but I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting at least one more foot strike in that prescribed period of time. I'm trying. And then the acceleration glider drill is that you start out walking and then you progressively get faster and faster to a point and then you kind of use that momentum to glide to the end and it's still that you're you're kind of counting the steps yeah but that that is more for the easy transition mm-hmm. between the running phase and the walking phase and again for those of you that have been following along with us for a while you know that we are are big devotees of Jeff Galloway's run walk run method absolutely and if you haven't been listening to us for a while and you're just joining us, welcome, number one. And mm. number two, we're big fans of Jeff Galloway's run, walk, run method. <laughs> yes, we are. It, it got us off the couch and moving, and it's enabled us to do these um, 5Ks, 10Ks, halves. Uh, and challenges, too. And the challenges. Yeah. Uh, uh, pain-free and able to you know do a much better job than if we were just trying to go out there and run all out. The drills work. The run, walk, run method helps you keep some energy in the tank for the end of the race. Yeah, if you want to pour it on at the end, then you can. Yeah, so I think that those are great drills and what he says works. So that's why we've been longtime devotees, as you say. Devotees. Devotees. I, I was making it fancier. Oh, you make it fancy. So, But the, the what I was going to say is it... it Knowing how to gracefully transition from the run to the walk and then back to the run is kind of important because it's a lot like braking. Oh, yeah. And since we're going to be doing a America's most beautiful... And hilliest. And hilliest half marathon with yes. seven named hills, uh, the braking <laughs> aspect is actually going to be a big deal because everybody thinks it's so easy to run downhill. Mm-mm. And sometimes the downhill portion... Gosh. Um, it can actually be worse because you're doing all that breaking the whole way down. Shin splints possible if you don't practice. Well, there, there will be uh, compression sleeves in my future. Definitely. For Definitely. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, you can probably tell we're stressing a little bit about those hills. And it, it was interesting this week in in the, the running groups and Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter that I kind of that I follow it's watching people do their post weekend race recaps. Yeah. And a lot of you out there were running. Yeah. Good on you. I mean, every weekend there are races all around the country and to see 
some of these medals are huge. These courses are awesome. We can't wait to get to them. Yeah, for sure. If you have a recommendation, hit us up for sure. Yeah, info at runeatdrink.net. Absolutely. But I think also there were a couple of people out there on social media that were being really vulnerable because their their posts included information about their race weekend and a DNF. And for those of you that don't know what a DNF is, that's it's a- yeah, it's it did not finish. So you either got picked up by the sweepers at the course or you might have made a medical out or decided to stop because things didn't feel right. And let me just say, I'm no medical expert, but if something's hurting and you make that call, uh, that's the smartest thing you can do. I think it takes courage to do that. Oh, absolutely. Um, And it can happen to the best of us. Um, I believe that one of the posts that we saw online was actually from Jeff Galloway himself. Yeah, the tobacco marathon. And he said just something didn't feel right. He he felt an injury from the previous week at 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 Disney. And so he said, you know, I'm going to play it smart. I'm going to play it safe. And he went to the finish line after he decided to stop the race and helped to cheer on fellow runners, fellow walkers at the finish. And that was kind of a neat post to see because it's kind of a double whammy. The first of all, you're seeing a guy who is an Olympic athlete Mm. who has, is America's coach who has made his career around running and coaching others to run. And he is absolutely, um, for lack of a better phrase, eating his own dog food. He's doing what he's telling people to do and he's listening to his body and he's, he's, making the call in a race to stop. So that was pretty cool to see. But then what a neat thing to happen. You're standing on the side of the road. You're cheering your friend on. Maybe you got a funny sign. And next thing you know, you got this world-famous Olympic athlete standing next to you. And he is helping you bring in other runners at the finish. I just, that's pretty awesome. He's such a class act. I know. I know it's, it's, it was great to see, you know, he's playing it smart and that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Because he has a book that says running till you're a hundred. Right. Yeah. It's called running till you're a hundred. Literally. <laughs> so that, and you want to keep going. I, I had another friend who also talked about a DNF this weekend and it's just, you know, you, you know your limits, you know your pain points, and you know that you're in it for the long haul, and it, you got to run your race at your pace. Absolutely. And that's something that we, we've we had DNFs. Oh, yeah. And it stinks. Uh, there's there's no way around it. I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat that. You're, you're ticked off. You're disappointed. You're upset. And the fact of the matter is... There's going to be another race, and you learn from that. You know, was it a a medical issue? Was it a training issue? Was it equipment? I mean, there's an, any number of things that mm-hmm. it could be, and you try to take from it what you can, I think. You learn from it. I mean, when we had the DNF at uh, the Disney Wine and Dine 2017, mm-hmm. that 
hurt a lot because I made it all the way to mile 10 and I just couldn't go fast enough to keep up ahead of the pacers or the sweepers or whatever you want to call them, the balloon ladies. But it set me up to work harder to make sure my training was dialed in and to make sure that I had my nutrition in check and what, that I was following the guidance that I got from my coach so that when I made it there the following year, the comeback could be that much sweeter. And I think that it was. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one of those harsh lessons, but I think that if you're running for any length of time, it, it's going to be one of those lessons that we all have to have at one time or another. It's true. But it, it sets you up for the biggest celebrations. And speaking of celebrations, you know, we don't just run. We also eat and drink. We do. And we had a really unique opportunity. We are going to talk about a place that we talked about last week. We don't normally do that. Yeah. But um, there was something special that happened. We went back to Nevermind Awesome Bar and Eatery, and we talked about our St. Patrick's Day celebration there and the awesome food that we had for St. Patrick's Day. Corned beef. Corned beef. And cabbage in quotation. Yes, and the Shamrock Shannon Stout. And the Shamrock Shannon Stout. But we went back to Nevermind to support Morgan the Moose Wright. And that would be Morgan the Moose Wright of American Ninja Warrior fame. Yes. He got the call back to head to Atlanta for season 11 and the city qualifiers. And if you follow us on our Facebook page, you saw that we actually got to do a interview with him on Facebook Live, and he spent a few minutes talking with us about a number of things. And mm-hmm. it, it, when you see him on the show, he's kind of a character. He is. but He's he, a ham. He's an absolute ham, but he's also like the nicest guy. And Ugh. a lot of people don't know that he's uh, an elementary school PE teacher, and he's an award-winning teacher here locally. We have an award yes. called the Golden Apple Award for Excellence in Teaching. Mm, and um, he started ninja programs for physical education here in the district as a teacher. And he got Teacher of the Year. He's he's in it for those kids. He really is. And he's also, I think, did you say veteran? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the guy has dedicated himself to serving his community in his previous career, in his current career. Mm-hmm. And we got a little snippet, if you want me to play it, and this talks a little bit about his philosophy and what he was hoping to to bring to kids. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What message do you want this American Ninja Warrior journey to send to your kids? The biggest thing is just to do something, to just get outside and be. That's why with, with kids, I want them to play. Go outside, play. It's okay to have electronics. It's absolutely okay to play in your video games. It's also okay to take a break. You know, play, find a who's in your neighborhood. Play with some kids, do some things. I just try to motivate them to want to do things. When you yeah. can make fitness fun, they buy into it and more good things will happen. You know, I don't want a kid to go through life not knowing all the awesome things their body can do for them. Such a great philosophy for kids. It really is. And I've had the chance to stop by up there at the school in, during my day job and see him with the kids. He's really something else. And we're wishing him you know, the absolute best of luck. 
And his, I think he's there now. He he is, as a matter of fact. Uh, he went up on Friday. I think I don't know what day he went up, but I know that that event we were at at Nevermind was to help raise funds to get him and his family there to tape the show. Yeah, again, a lot of people don't realize, and he talked about this that. Uh, American Ninja Warrior doesn't pay for anything. They, no. They'll give you the call back, but you're responsible for travel, airfare, hotel, the whole shebang. Yeah, and and your family wants to come see you. You got to manage all of that. So it was great for Shannon at Nevermind to have a little fundraiser and supply some delicious food. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. You got a guy who's as fit as Morgan, and he's chowing down. The food was absolutely fantastic. Shannon put together this huge buffet. It was. And it was basically you paid one price and it was all you could eat. Ha, ha, ha. So, and uh, we did all we could. Uh, we did some damage <laughs> to it. And he had fish and chips. Oh. He had his take on fried chicken. He had this fantastic macaroni and cheese. And again, more of those. Again, for, to say, I never I never in a million years thought I would say these fantastic Brussels sprouts. I never thought that would be a sentence that would come out of my mouth. Yeah, but they're not like the whole, it doesn't look like a head of cabbage. They're like shaved. And they're not mushy. Brussels sprouts, and they're griddled. And I think so many people's <sighs> first exposure to Brussels sprouts are these mushy green blobs that look vaguely like a cabbage when they're done right and they're caramelized and they've got garlic and onions in there with them they're so good and they were truly delicious the macaroni and cheese was just dripping with that cheddary goodness yeah he had like a like a cheddary bechamel oh, mm. it was Great. Phenomenal. You'll see the pictures if you're looking at the episode artwork. It was great. So, yeah. Again, we, we don't normally do the same locations back to back, but Shannon Yates, the owner of Nevermind Awesome Bar and Eatery, he is a huge supporter of the community and he's a mm. big supporter of Morgan's. And I believe that he is committed and said that if Morgan makes it to, uh, what's, where's the big one that's going to be in Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Yeah. He's, he is going to do a National big, a big blowout. There, so we may have to go back a third time. I will do it. I will do it. I bought shirts and I bought moose hats. There, there may be a photograph of Amy wearing a Morgan the Moose hat and a shirt that says the moose is loose. Yes, I, f I fully admit it. I rocked that hat. You did. And I rocked that shirt. And we'll probably be rocking it for the watch party. Of course. And when's the episode air? Do we know? We don't know specifically. He said sometime in the summer. summer. Yeah, because that's when all the episodes. That's when all the episodes air. So, so that will be awesome, and we wish him the best of luck in Atlanta, hot Atlanta. And it will be hot come the summertime, but yes. hopefully he had good weather this weekend. I hope so. I hope so. There are lots of beautiful landmarks there where they could actually record. So I wonder where they they'll go. I'm sure it'll be somewhere in midtown. Mm. I would think. Yeah. So. It'll, it should be a really nice set piece once they get it all put together and they're doing it. Yeah, we can't wait. We can't wait. And, you know, we didn't just eat there. Well, before we go on, I'm going to take a minute to tell you all about our friends at Pure Creative Apparel. Anybody can silkscreen a shirt. Look, we know it's true. I, I did it as a project in high school. But the team at Pure Creative Apparel is really much more than that. 
They will take you through the entire process to create your custom items right from the very beginning with the design of your artwork or company logo, then create mock-ups to show you what the finished product will look like and help you select just the right high-quality name-brand clothing or other merchandise on which you're going to place your artwork or your logo, and then they'll get you your items fast. Or if you're not looking to get into the whole online sales thing and you don't want to worry about inventory, packaging, shipping, and all of that, Pure Creative Apparel has a complete e-commerce package available. So whether you're a school, church, or club needing just a few shirts for a special event or a company looking for a complete branding package, Pure Creative Apparel can help. Find out how by going to purecreativeapparel.com. And we really thank them for their support of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We didn't just eat it, never mind. No, uh, there might have been a little bit of drinking involved. Not too much. No, no, middle of the week. Yeah, it was, you know, work night. And actually, it was practice for what we're going to be doing this week. Yes. The bluegrass is in Lexington, Kentucky. And there might be some distilleries and breweries there that we will visit. I've heard that there might be one or two of those in Kentucky. Yes. And one of them happens to have Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. Well, they don't just have it. I mean, they make it. They are the creators of. It's a flagship beer for them. That's Lexington Brewing? Yes. Yes. Didn't I say that? I didn't say that. And I'm I, sorry. And I believe that they're Alltech Lexington Brewing. Yes. Uh, you, if you look them up on the internet as Alltech or Lexington Brewing, right either company. way. You'll find them. Yeah. But they make Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. And it is their flagship beer that they started in 2006. Mm. I wish I'd discovered it sooner. I know. I can't believe we've just been drinking it for so short a period of time. And if you've never had it, it's it's a it's a nice dark golden ale with mm. really strong notes of I get um, a lot of vanilla off of it myself. I get uh, caramel, caramel, and it's it's it, it's a little potent. I mean, it's I think eight or nine percent. Yeah, it's between eight and nine percent. So it'll it'll get your attention, but uh, you won't regret it. But it's not a thick body. It's not heavy. It's not like a dessert kind of beer. No, no, it's not sweet. I, I don't think. I think it went really well with the fried chicken, with the fish and chips, and all the sides that were luscious there that we had. I would agree. But I think also it could, I think it's a very versatile beer in that you could put some vanilla ice cream with it and have kind of a beer, beer float or, be, yeah, beer shake or a beer float. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So I think it's versatile and it could go either way. They know how to use the barrel. I think mm -hmm. we mentioned it before that sometimes the barrel aged beers, they go too far and the barrel takes over. Oh, that it's like too boozy? Too maybe? boozy, yeah. yeah. Too intense. Yeah, but this is not at all the case here. No, again, they've, they've got their game dialed in. And they do, they do Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. They do a Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Cream Ale. And a stout. And a Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Stout. Which you could, like, mix. You could play with and mix. Like, do, like, a black and tan? Mm, yeah. That I think would be just delightful. But we actually had the KBB on tap there 
They they do get it on tap from time to time, and a lot a lot of restaurants are now starting to carry it. So. I think it's good whether it's on tap. I mean, I prefer on tap to be honest, but whenever I can get it, but I like it in the bottle as well. Oh yeah. So you know if you're at, and you can get it everywhere. It's not like it's just specific to the Kentucky area or south the the south of the United States. It's I, we've had it in Kentucky. We've had it here. They distribute, so you could find it at like a Total Wine or right. ABC. Mm-hmm. So highly recommended. Yeah, if you're heading to pick up some beers for the weekend and you're maybe doing. I don't know. I'm going to say pair it with Southern favorites like barbecue, mm. oh, like fried chicken. This mm. is definitely a beer to check out. It's awesome. And speaking of recommendations, if there are any recommendations that you have for the Lexington area, we would love to hear them. Yeah, we, so. we have only been to Kentucky well, I've been twice in my life. You've twice? been well. It was a very short trip in college, and okay. it was just an up and back. But we went to film that episode in Louisville, Louisville, and that's our only other time there in the state. So yeah. we're doing our research. We're putting out the call. We've done it on social media, and we're going to do it here. We need your help. Yes. Where should we eat and drink? After we run our race, we've gotten some suggestions, but we're looking for a few more because when we do one of these travel episodes, we like to get enough content to be able to bring a lot of things to you to give you some options in case you're going to be staying there more than a couple of days. And oh, I didn't, I meant to bring that up. What's that? This is kind of a shorter trip for us. It I is. Mean, we're oh basically fly up. Run it, fly right back. We're not even sticking around for an extra day like we normally do. I wish that we could. (laughs) Dang, day jobs getting in the way. Yeah. So we have to make the most of the time. Yes. So it's going to be very busy. Yes. But we are dedicated to bring to you great eats and tasty beverages. And some awesome sights from along the race course as well. So worry not. We got you covered. Absolutely. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes to hear all of our episodes and not miss anything from all the cities where we travel, our training, where we accomplish, explore, and indulge. Subscribe so you don't miss it. Yeah, and if you're talking to us on social media, keep it up. Uh, We love conversing with you and, and getting to know you. I mean, that's been really cool. It has. It has. We've enjoyed it. And we've gotten some great tips about races, food, and beverage from you. Yeah. So keep them coming. We appreciate it. That'll do it for us this week. I'm Amy. And I'm Dana. Thanks for listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having a great second year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run, Eat, Drink pod. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net so you can click on the iTunes link and subscribe so you won't miss a minute where we accomplish, explore, and indulge. Come along with us. See you next time.